Greetings again in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Pastor Major H. Gilbert Sr. coming to you for On the Wall E Ministries here in Alta Vista, Virginia. We're coming to you with our worship hour. We thank God for those who joined us at our Sunday School Hour. Beautiful lesson this morning. Uh, Jesus silences his critics, so we hopefully will get a great understanding of how God wants us to show love and mercy toward others, even when sometimes it doesn't seem right. It, it doesn't fit right, but God's love fits anywhere, and we thank God for that. So we are getting ready for our worship hour. We're getting ready for a worship song. My wife is coming, and we're going to have a worship song, and then we'll get into what thus saith the Lord. Good morning try to do today. Jesus, you are the center of my joy. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of my contentment, hope for all I do. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. When I lost my direction, you're the compass of my way. You are the fire and light when the nights are cold and sadness you are the laughter that shatters all my fears when I'm all alone you're there to keep me You're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of my contentment. Corinthians 5th chapter verses 16 through 21. 
2 Corinthians 5th chapter, verses 16 through 21. Our scripture we wherefore henceforth know, we know man after the flesh, yea, that we have known Christ after the flesh. Yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation to wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing them trespasses upon them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors of Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. For he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made righteousness of God in him. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy and righteous word. Let the household of faith say, Amen. Amen. You know, there's nothing more that I want for my children uh, than is to be saved and in church. Mm -hmm. But I found out that many times that we do more harm than good trying mm -hmm. to get our children, our family members, and those that we witness witness to, uh, to to get back into church before they really decided to make a commitment for themselves. See, right. we beg and cug them uh, to get them back in church, and, and they're hot for a little while. You know how they are. They'll come, but then all of a sudden, if we quit sowing into them, they'll drop off and fade away, and they'll quit coming. But when the temperature falls, they are cold, and they are not in tune with coming again. So our relationship with Christ is more than just a mere act of coming or going to church. You know, I'm not uh, trying to discourage anybody from stop going to church or your children or relatives or friends trying to get them back into church. I'm not trying to stop that. But many uh, have started out uh, or returned to church regularly and then before long, for that same reason that they left, things get cold and they lose their favor because there is no foundation in them because of the word of God. They need the word of God in them to have a foundation to build on. If there is no foundation to build on, the Bible tells me it will quickly what? Fade away. And Jesus said no man can come to the Father unless uh, he has been sent and drawn him uh, and, and raised him up in that last day. He said that until the Father draws him, there is really no way of bringing them in unless he draws them in. You can convince them to come yeah. in, but if they're not drawn in by the Amen. Spirit of God, it will not hold. See, the thing is, sometimes we draw them instead of what? God drawing them. Amen. When we draw them by tricks and bells and whistles, yeah. when the tricks don't work anymore, mm -hmm. the bells quit ringing and the whistles stop blowing and they stop coming and they and, and that's how it works. Yeah. But it takes more than just bells and whistles to get people back in the church and to keep them. We need to make sure getting them back in Christ is part of the equation. So getting them in church is one thing, but yep. you need to get them back in Christ, which will what? 
sustain them mm -hmm. and keep them. So yes, today, yes. I want to talk on the subject in church <laughs> without being in Christ. All right. In church in without church. being in Christ. So let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. Now we ask that you would just touch the lips of your dear servant, that I might preach boldly those things that you have laid upon my heart. Lord, if there's anything like sin around about us, now mm -hmm. sink it into the sea of forgetfulness. Well, it'll never rise again. Touch my lips. Let me be bold. Mm -hmm. Let me be courageous to be able to preach and to teach as you have given it unto me. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Christ Jesus' name. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. In church yes. without being in Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a world where billions are spent trying to get the outside to look as best as it can. You know, I'm not trying to discourage anybody from trying to look their best on the outside, but uh, some of us need all we can get to get the thing to look as best as it can, but th that won't get you far in the world, but that's by dressing up the outside. But what I'm saying is that all of the money you spent fixing up on the outside, what about the inside when that's a filthy mess? You know, our millions are spent on commercials, you know, uh, taking our body makeovers and intending and, and to smooth out the wrinkles and make sure everything looked the way the best it can. And, but think about it, all that time and eternity won't help you to try to take those looks and bring them over into your life after you leave here. Because all of us going to leave here one day, so what you look like ain't going to make no difference when you leave here. That all of us gonna look the same. We 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 leave here as he says. You come as dust. You gonna leave as what as dust. See, we have these terms like holistic that aim at focus on the inner man and the vitamins and the herbs and potions. I take a whole bunch of supplements myself, but they don't do much for my soul. They might help my body out, but the best you can say is that all you take is, 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 is that make you feel better. But it won't heal you, will it? The sad news is that we pay close attention to a whole lot that's happening on the outside, but we don't try to do a lot to help us on the inside. Right. We need the inside uh, work to be done. See, all of these instant fixes will not help us to be innocent uh, in our souls. It won't fix the inside. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, I, I wrote a book, but mostly what you see on TV is books that has uh, the secret to fixing your spiritual problems without ever considering your place in Christ. That's see, right. I can tell that I can fix you on the inside, Come never on. telling you about putting Christ on the inside on of you. The inside. See, the thing is, Christ has to be on the inside. Yes. Those instant fixes don't hold fast long because they're not built on the foundation of Christ. Yes. See, they promise you everything everything from health to wealth and all the time using scripture to allure you in the institutional church has gotten on this bandwagon of using commercialism uh, to be able to draw the potential members into making unheard promises. Yeah. They tell church has become a, a numbers racket. It's a numbers game because numbers bring in unheard of revenue. See, they ain't worried about souls. They worry about keeping the revenue up. See, See, we all take your money, but to worry about your salvation later, it's, that's sad, ain't it? Yes, it we, we get your money, but we worry about your salvation later. later. See, we are financially driven Whoa, to get people in the church without first getting them in Christ. That's so preacher. See, many families as well as mine, we we have spouses and 
and we have children and brothers and sisters and cousins and even sometimes parents that are not saved or in church. That's the way we are. I don't care how holy you are. I don't care how good you are. They're in every family. Every family got some folk mm -hmm. that just not have a close walk with Christ. See, we struggle with our own faith sometimes, too, because of the lack of faith even uh, in our own family. See, we find ourselves asking God, seeking answers for reasons of their unbelief and, and seeking some uh, of their lack of commitment. Yes. Why is it that they can't commit to the church? Why, Why is it that they're not like, you know, we always Why? say this generation ain't like the previous generation. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't they not like us? Or why yeah. are they more like them? Yeah. See, we always try to compare ourselves to each other rather than comparing ourselves to God. God. See, our family reminds us of Israel sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> they weird God for their continuous mm -hmm. backslides or their rejection of him. See, uh, these, these families too, they seem to be caught up in continuous flux of our weary souls and the problem of our uh, uh, of our, our worry it, it does worry don't do you no good, does it? No. You can be weary all you want, but worry does no. not do you any good. No. See, God is the only one that can turn around a matter no matter how much we tug, how much we pull. God is the one that can turn people's lives around. No. You can turn around and bring them. But the thing is, if their heart has not no. been changed, no. it will not hold. If something doesn't happen on the inside no. first, uh, it will only last for what a season will it see the other problem is that church has become popular for folk to hang out in without really being converted Come on, see we tell people you just need to start coming to church and Come they on, start man. coming to church and never had a relationship or a, 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 a conversion they're just coming because they're coming Come see when we tug and pull on our relish to, to respond to satisfy our request and once they find out the social club atmosphere in the church, then they feel like they're at home because of the fact they're with their other homies and brothers yep. and sisters. But before long, they find them attending church on a regular basis, fitting in with all of the others and, and filling the pews and, and of any church, and no matter what denomination or affiliation, the church today seems to be a brooding place. Uh, for unconverted people, uncommitted people to hang out to carry out their personal agenda. And they play on the mercies of, of, of the church who are hoping uh, by occasion or association they'll be able to change their ways one day. But all the church wanted to do is get them back in church, hoping something will rub off on them. But all they'll rub off them that they learned that others a uh, 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 church is a place where I can hide out in without really changing because what I see in others is no different than I see in myself. Come on. So come now on. I can just act that way and yeah. not really be converted and changed because it seems like everybody else is playing the same game. So like if they're playing the same game, no, I, I don't have to make a real change. Only thing I have to do is act the way other folks act. Come on. Uh, do I, am I talking about anybody yeah, this morning? Is my analysis wrong? So if my analysis wrong, the church would be different, wouldn't Come it? On. We would have a different attitude in church. Why is the church the way it is? Because of the fact that we don't have that type of love that we would show one to another to be able to show people that the church is real. 
It's real in this way you need to meet Christ. This is not where you need to go to associate. Yes, with other believers. That's what our point is. Come to church to associate with other believers. Yeah. But our point for coming to church is to meet Jesus. Yes. I want to come to meet Jesus. If I come yeah. and only relationship I have is with you, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. Jesus. I want to meet him there. Yeah. Why is it that when we come to church, somehow there is no godly spirit in the church? On, you know, somehow, mostly because many people are back in church without having first Christ mm -hmm. in their heart. If you come back to church with Christ in your heart, then all of a sudden you will have a different spirit in you that will be able to relate to other people that are in the church, other spirits that are in the church. So we need to get our spirit right. So Paul mentioned three times in this letter five words I want to talk about. The knowledge of the truth. He says it five times, first Corinthians, second chapter, fourth verse, who will have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. See, later he says in Second Timothy uh third chapter, verse seven, ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Y'all keep saying it, ain't it? Mm -hmm. Then he says in Hebrews 10 and 26, for if we sin willfully. And have not received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. See, what is the knowledge of the truth? Huh? Good question, ain't it? Jesus says that I am the way, the, the truth, truth, and the life. Yeah. No man come to the Father but by me. That so is. the knowledge of the truth is what? Knowing Jesus, yes, the is. Christ. He is the object of that which draws us to find a way to get us. Uh, back into him, ain't it? Jesus says that if I be lifted up huh, oh. from the earth, that I will draw all oh. men unto me. Here he was signifying what? His death. Yeah. See, who does the drawing? Jesus must do the drawing or it won't last. God got to do the drawing. It won't last. Those are us that are in church. It will never have to come to the knowledge of the truth that those have gotten in church without getting back into Christ have not gotten the knowledge of the truth. Understanding where they can have a true relationship with him. See, Paul gives us the standard where all men must be saved. It's the knowledge of the truth. All right. And he gives us the reason in our current condition in the church ever learning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's telling folk in church, we got folk in church that's ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth oh. he says that in his verse oh, so don't say well and i got folk in church well they in church they must have no you can be in church but not coming to the knowledge of the truth Ooh. so he gives us the reason for this current condition ever learning but never ever coming learning. to the knowledge of the truth finally he gives us the fallout because of sin after coming to the knowledge of the truth. Paul points a clear picture of why, how, and when we should get back in the church without getting back into Christ. Things happen. You won't have a true relationship. Really, you won't really be back. Mm -hmm. you just in him. Mm -hmm. See, it's different being back. What I like the little girl, Shakari Richardson, she said, I ain't back, I'm better. Mm -hmm. See, instead of you coming back, you should come back and God will make you what? Better. So as we come to our text, we find Paul writing this letter to Corinth uh, uh, about temple worship was ingrained in the people. And these commentators usually assume uh, that Corinth was especially a moral town, a reputation that seems to have gotten them in ancient times. Indeed, the Greek word uh, uh, to fornicate was, was, was taken from this word Corinth. 
Corinthian Mazia. It means that that, that word no Corinth means that it was some type of fornication going on. Mm. They had temple prostitutes and everything mm. happening mm. during that time. It was a, a, a city that was between a, 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 a two rivers, and when they came off the the ocean and the rivers, and and the sailors came in, and the prostitutes were there for their service, and they were not sacred. But the heart of this city was filled with temples and shrines uh, to pagan gods and Greek gods, Apollo, Apollo. Son uh, and then other gods of healing and other gods uh, that that had uh, uh, miracle healings and and, and but all of this happening around Corinth, uh, much was happening outside the church found its way on the inside. Mm. You know, in Paul's letter, he addressed those sexual sins in the church and many in the church because it was another form of temple worship. Mm. See, they had never transformed by the power of the blood of Jesus in their lives and had never been baptized in his name. Without spiritual baptism, all you have is a church full of pretenders mm. that are frequently in church but mm. have not received Christ on the inside of That's them. No See, Paul starts off his argument by dispelling any outward expression of faith by merely coming to the church. He says, wherefore henceforth know ye that a man after the flesh, know ye, though we have not uh, Christ, have not known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. See, there's an old saying that we saying, what you see is what you get, ain't it? Mm -hmm. uh, in most circles, it's true, but in Christianity, outward expression cannot always be trusted, can it? See, now. what you see is not always what you get. Because yeah. we can always uh, 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 pretend to be what we are not. Yes, we see, are. what you see may not be what you get. See, church folk have mastered the art of camouflage. And, and a lot of times, what you see on the outside ain't what you see on the inside. See, camouflage make you look right like a tree on the outside, but you ain't no tree. You just look like a tree. When you drag folks back in the church, dress them up to look like church folk, teach them how to act churchy, and then wonder why the wrong fruit is on the tree. Paul said that we don't know any man after the flesh. So you don't know even warned us about looking for Christ again after the flesh. You can't look on the outside and make and make folk hot right. It ain't going to tell you. Matthew 24 says that if any of you say, Lo, Christ is over there, believe it not. For there shall false Christ arise and false prophets arise with signs and wonders in those days. He said that don't worry about those individuals. With all of the pictures of Christ, with the long flowing golden blonde hair hanging around, when, when Christ do come back, I'm wondering what we're going to be looking for. Nice. We're going to be looking for something that is on the outside yeah. rather than what's on the inside. inside. Paul said just because we knew him in the flesh before, we won't know him the way he is anymore. Come if on. we can't identify Christ by the outward appearance, neither can we identify Christian. Come on, man. You can't identify Christ by the outside okay. appearance. See, my sister had a statement. Uh, she said one time, it's an requirement for the disciple. She asked the question, is it a requirement for the disciple to attend public worship at church? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. You know, because attending public service doesn't necessarily make you a disciple. No. So not attending doesn't necessarily disqualify you either, ain't it? No. Huh? 
So I, I, I know the Bible says they're not forsaking the assembling of the saints together. Mm -hmm. That's what we shall do. But I want every member of the church as often as you can to be in church. But what I'm trying to get us to understand, merely being in a church physically, physically. don't get you in there. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> they won't get it, will it? Nope. Huh? Jesus told this woman in the world, God is a spirit. And, and, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So it takes more than your physical presence in the building for you to be in church or to be in Christ. See, we must have a the spirit of God, the Christ inside of us. Getting people physically back in church without getting them back in Christ, it won't work long. It'll work for a little while, but once the, the favor wears off, it, they'll be right back doing what they're doing. So we need yeah. to get them to understand the importance of getting Christ in their heart. Yeah. See, next Paul gives us an answer how to do it the right way. Come on, preach. Our text says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. See, if we get back in Christ in the process of getting them back in church, God begins to do the work that will transform that entire mind, body, and soul. You see, we try to work from the outside in, but God works from the inside out. Isn't that what we talked about? Huh? Isn't that what it is? Jesus told his disciples about, about, about what, what, what you got to enter into. You get back into, you must be by the right gate. In order to get to the gate, you got to be coming in the right gate. The wrong gate will get you in the wrong house, ain't it? Yeah. And the gospel recording in Matthew, he said, enter into the straight gate. The mm -hmm. wide gate and the broad way leads to destruction. Yes, See, we got folk trying to come in the wrong gate. Come you got to come in the right gate. Right See, gate. Christ is the what? The gateway that will get us back in the church the right way. See, any other way is not a permanent set. It's only temporary. But that's why the Baptist church, we baptize more folk and we lose more folk in the same breath, ain't it? Mm. See, we, we, we do it here and we do it in every Baptist church I know. We baptize folks, but we have no follow-up plan. We have no uh, uh, new membership plan. We have no new membership training. We don't have no follow-up. We don't do no mentorship. We don't do anything. We, we baptize and then we ask where they at. We wonder where they at. See, see, we, we, we don't stress the importance of being in Christ before we get them in church and get them baptized. See, Paul starts off this verse. He said, therefore, means so then. So then, if Christ is no more in the flesh, we are in him. We are not controlled by the flesh either, is it? The blood of Jesus will purge away all of the old things that we used to control us. And all these old things will be passed away. And then we become what? Renewed in Christ. Amen. Trying to live with good habits is good on its own, but not good enough. And if you're like, oh, I'm pretty good. you pretty good, but you ain't never good enough. Nope. Following the law of Moses is well and good, but it's not what good enough, is it? Nope. Only the blood of Jesus can make us new all over again. Amen. Yesterday, yep. uh, we have a poem uh, that, 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 that's on the inside out. It said that if you can only see the inside, the part I always try to hide, the part I can't.
can't seem to let out the part that makes me cry and shout. The frightened child alone and scared. A child about no one is cared. A locked away and for all the years. Locked away with all the fears. Could you love this part of me? The part of me that you never see? The sad and angry child inside? I try very well to hide. Maybe you could learn and know the feelings I know to not to show. Hold me when I cry and shout. Help me to let the inside out. Come See, on, sometimes man. we got to learn to let the inside, inside out. out. We have all uh, some things down on the inside yeah. that only Christ can be able to fix that thing. But we got to let him in so that we can let, let the inside out. out. Christ will knock on the door of your heart, uh, but he won't knock the door down. Yep. Do I need to say that again? Yep. Christ will knock at the door of your heart, but Christ will not knock the door down. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, and, and, and I will uh, come in, and, and he will sup with me, and I with him. See, our job is not to drag folk in church, but to stand at the door like Jesus, inviting them to come in. And then we can get them back in the church that way. But the way we can get them back in is in Christ. Amen. Let Christ bring them back in. Finally, Paul said that in order for to get them back in Christ, we need to have an exchange. Mm -hmm. Our text says, in all things of God, mm -hmm. who has reconciled us unto himself by Jesus, has given us the ministry of reconciliation, and to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses upon them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, huh? Now. we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we prayed you in Christ stead, and be reconciled unto God, for he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made righteousness of God in him. So when we are in Christ, God exchanges our unrighteousness for God's righteousness. An exchange happens that makes us right with God, no matter what our past sins are, Christ took our sin upon him, making it possible for us to get back in church. Mm. See, this is the only way for us to get back in fellowship with God, and that's the way the church is all about. Coming out here on a regular basis without experiencing the fellowship with God is not church. That's not, we drag folk back into church and wonder why there is no staying power. There is no staying power because that's the wrong connection. Yeah. Jesus said that I am divine, ain't it? Yes, and ye are the branches, and he that abideth in me, that I in him, and the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. See, when we can abide in Christ, that he in us, that we'll bear the fruit of this renewed, born-again Christian. Amen. You know, getting back in church hooked up uh, can get you the power. Yes, getting can. back in church hooked up can get you the power. Yes, see, can. Jesus is the source that when you're back and you're hooked up. See, it's good hooked to come up. back, but you got to get hooked up. Hooked you got to get hooked up. Jesus said that he that believes on me and the works that I do, greater works shall he do. See, mm. the blessings of God are waiting for us if we would only get mm -hmm. back in Christ, get yes, hooked sir. up. And this hooked is what's up. made available when we come together in Christ rather than just being in church. So as we close, 
It's God's desire that we all have power to speak victory over our lives. The problem comes when we are not grounded in Christ. Mm. See, we err at times by getting our relatives back in church mm. without first getting them back in Christ where the power is. Yeah, we want our pews to be filled and our families and friends to be back in church, but most of all, we want their hearts filled with Christ yeah. by the Spirit yeah. of God, the Holy Spirit. I hate to say it, but most of us, we, we got enough. If it ain't but two or three, we got enough here, ain't it? So we want to have more, but 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 more than that their heart is not right is not more. We, we, we don't get more just because we want the numbers. We got to get more because we have made an impact upon their lives, yes. and then they want to be part of the family. Yes. Can you imagine what the church would be if all of us was connected? Mm. No, I ain't talking about this body of Christ. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the body of Christ. The entire church would come together committed. Can you imagine what the church would be? B. Clayton Bell, he wrote this article a number of years ago. Norman Cousins wrote an editorial in the Saturday Review in which he reported a conversation that he had on a trip that he went to India. He was talk talking about a Hindu priest named Sadis Basad. And the man said he wanted to come to our country to work as a missionary among the Americans. So Cousins assumed that this man wanted to come to convert Americans to the Hindu religion. And when he asked, Sadis Basad said, oh no, I want to come to America to convert them to be Christians. And he said, you're Hindu, but you want to come to America to convert them to be Christians? See, see Christianity cannot survive in this ash abstract form, not having a personal relationship. Right. See, if we need not, it don't need membership, it need members. Mm -hmm. See, we, we always want to bring members into the church. No, we need what? Disciples. We need believers. See, the people of your country may claim that they believe in Christianity, but what uh, from what I read at a distance and what I see at a distance is more of a custom more than anything else. He said that I would ask that either you accept the teachings of Jesus in your everyday life or in your affairs as a nation or stop invoking his name as a sanction for uh, your everything that you do. I want to help save Christianity from the Christian. That's what this man from India who was a Hebrew. See, sometimes we are our worst enemies, ain't it? Christians yep. that are, are in Christ rather than just being in church with their lives unchanged doesn't make a good testimony. Our world, our country, our nation, our church, our families, our faith, we will bear more fruit if we're working in the kingdom of God with Christ on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. You can come with anything else, but if you don't have Christ on the inside of you, everything inside of you is temporal. But what will last? They said, only what you do for Christ will last. So getting back in the church, we want everybody to get back in but we need for you to come in the right way. Come on, Get back into Christ first. Yes. Let him be the source yes. of my Jesus. Yes. Is that what my wife said? Mm. Huh? Jesus is mm. the what? Center. Of my joy. Mm -hmm. huh? Jesus has to be the center of your joy. He's the center of what brings you back to God. If Christ 
and our relationship with God are not just centered around him, our relationship is false. It's, that's why he said false prophets, false worshipers, because we're trying to get in any other way rather than the right way. Jesus said, come through the straight gate. When you come through the straight gate, then what? You're coming into the way because broad is the way that leads to destruction. So we got to come in the right way. God is wanting us to come back to church. Instead of getting back into church, let's get back into Christ. Amen. And once we get back into Christ, he said what? Amen. Seek ye first yes. the kingdom of God, God and his righteousness. And then what? Mm. All other things will be added. Yes. Our churches will be filled when we get people back into Christ. When we try to tell them they need to get back into church, it has no power. But Christ has the power to bring people back. I will draw all men unto me. That's what Jesus said. Yeah. So let's get the bright perspective. Let's get people back into Christ before we try to get them back into church. He is what draws them in. Yeah. And he is the one that will hold them and keep them. He said, I'll never leave you, neither will I ever forsake you. That's what he's telling us. God is there to be on our side. He is the center of our joy. Celebrate that today. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. If there is one that do not know Jesus Christ as a personal Savior, we invite you to get to know him today. Receive Christ. Then you can come back to church with something you can hold on to. You hold on to that foundation, standing on the promises of God. That's what you need in order for to be saved. Is there one today? If not, we thank God for you joining us on this day. We have a following engagement at Tiny uh, Grow Baptist Church there in Gretna. Pastor uh, uh, Ike Monroe, he's on vacation, so we're uh, substituting him this morning. So we thank God for your prayers. We thank God for your goodness and your mercy. Thank God for everything that you have done for us, in us, and through us. And, and we thank God for his mercy. His mercy endures forever. So let us bow. Father God, we do thank you all again for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. Hopefully we've said some things to encourage us uh, to get more people back into Christ. Uh, getting them in church is good, but get them in Christ that will sustain them. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but his word, Christ, the word shall not pass away. So we thank you right now. We're about to leave this place. So we ask that you would dismiss us from this place, but not from your presence. May the word of our heart rest rule and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. Let the household of faith say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you.